if there is a, a negative emotion there, it is a sign for you to move towards something better. As humans, we're trying to get these voids, these needs met. I can meet all of those needs by myself through self-love, through meditation, and I can feel completely whole within myself. If they had the wisdom that, that, that we had, and I'm not saying they don't, but if they shared that, like it's not about that. It's not about any of this. It's about how you feel inside. I would say success is the direction, fulfillment is the feeling. So success is the masculine, fulfillment is the feminine. Happiness is like a feeling. It's a, it's a more superficial feeling than fulfillment. Fulfillment is like, even when everything's going wrong, you're like, you know, you can say, look, I chose this journey and I'm totally okay with that decision. I feel fulfilled. Happiness, I would say, is when things are going right or in that moment, you're just like just so in love with the moment. And that to me is like happiness. You're caught up in, in that elevated feeling. Hey guys, welcome to the I Love Success podcast. Um, my mission is to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams. Right now, you that are listening, watching is the most important person to me because without you, we can't do this. The only thing I ask from you is that you listen, uh, contemplate, and take action in your life. That will give me a fuel to keep going with my mission. Please do that. Other than that, also reach out to me. Uh, let me know what you're struggling with, what your big, fat, hairy goal is, and how we can support you. Uh, celebrate the wins. Learn from the losses. And yeah, we are here today with an amazing Man, I am continuing my Australia virtual tour. <laughs> uh, last week, I had uh, Joel Brown, founder of Addicted to Success, on my podcast. And he told me I got to talk to this mindset master. Uh, his name is John Templeton, and he is uh, basically done a lot of cool things. He is a, a, a one of the best life coaches in Australia looking to take over the world and just sharing his knowledge on how to work to become a better human being and thrive under pressure. So welcome, John. Thank you. It's a real privilege to be here. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, just kind of to get to know each other a little bit, uh, can you just walk me through? I know you grew up in England. Uh, how was life growing up over there? Um, well, it was cold because it's England. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, my parents split up when I was two. Um, my dad was away a lot. He flew <clears throat> um, with a company called British Airways. He was away a lot. So I lived with mom and, and a stepdad. Uh, we didn't have much money at all. Um, we had lots of foster children living with us for additional income. And look, I, you know, the good thing about that time, I'll say the good thing about that time was there was much more freedom. We would play in the streets as kids. We would, you know, we would walk to school at six years old for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to school. And it, no one batted an eyelid. And it's like today that just would not happen. So there was definitely more freedom. I remember that. Um, and all I did really as a kid was played football, uh, football, football, football. That was my drive. And then we moved to 
moved to New Zealand with my mum when I was 10 years old, my mum and my stepdad. And what do you want to say to other like kids out there or grownups, you know, listen to this that have, that have these kinds of relationships that are far away and that are living in, in basically two households and like have, have to experience all of this. Like what, what type of advice would you give to them to kind of work on that? Yeah, depending on their age, because this is what I do for work now. I help people with their, like, I'm sure we'll dive into this, but like emotion, emotions are everything, like everything. They keep you grounded in the past. They, you know, you know, if you're feeling anxiety, depression, these are all emotions. If you want to achieve greatness, that comes from a feeling of greatness within. So emotions are everything. And a lot of the work I do now is on mindset, emotions, and energy. So for anybody who is, struggling um, with some sort of negative emotion and it could, you know, due to, to, to being away from someone or a relationship, it's like that feeling, that emotion, that feeling is actually like telling you something and it, like listen to what it's saying. This conversation will go pretty deep, but yeah, if, if there is a, a negative emotion there it is a sign for you to move towards something better that's what i would say and and that could look like reaching out contacting there are probably things on your chest that you haven't said you know or things on your mind that you haven't said that you should probably express um having positive emotional connections despite distance is crucial for success uh, you know fulfillment success in all areas of life you know the, the most people in business that i see that struggle financially or um, can't really get ahead is usually because of an energetic bond within a past or present relationship, like a negative energetic bond in a past or present relationship. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting how we can hold on to things almost like a, a backpack, right? With rocks and we, we keep carrying it and we don't realize that we are carrying it. And then, once we do get a breakthrough, things start happening in in life, right? For example, me, uh, I was chubby, I was bullied, uh, I lost all my friends, and to and what did I do? I tried to adjust to everybody to be liked by everybody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that that didn't work well at all. <laughs> but eventually, I realized like, hey, I gotta do me and mm-hmm. um, take the hits that that comes with sometimes having other ideas than than your friends and it made me start in the beginning was really hard but once i started to become good at martial arts or good at something gave me a little bit of confidence can you just talk about that like how do we break free from that backpack with with rocks that we most of us carry at one point in our lives yeah for sure and I, I like we definitely all carry it and we probably all do still carry it to some degree. I feel like we just, instead of it being huge rocks, they just get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, the more work we do. And so I, I just want to get clarity on your question. The question is how do we start offloading some of those rocks? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So I can give you a step-by-step process. And this is the first, this is the first thing I do with a lot of people is, First off, you've got to ask yourself, what's a negative emotion that you feel quite often? 
So it could be resentment, it could be frustration, it could be sadness, like loneliness. What is, you know, a feeling that you get quite regularly, which is negative? That negative emotion is going to literally zap the life force energy out of you. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing to ask is, okay, so, so for example, say it's frustration. Okay, well, where does that frustration come from? That's the next question. And you're looking for an emotional trigger. Um, I can use this for an example. For me, it would be like technology. When technology doesn't behave, I feel frustrated. I'm like, because it's out of my control. I've lost control. And I'm like, ah, so I get frustrated. So what's the emotion? What's the trigger for it? And then it is our ability to give the situation a new meaning which allows that feeling of frustration to dissipate because these feelings we have about, so for example, I have a feeling about technology. The most powerful feelings are the feelings we have about ourselves. If we feel like, you know, I'm, I'm not a good public speaker or I could never start a podcast. I could never start a business. That's, that's the trigger. The thought of starting the business is the trigger. What's the feeling? Well, I feel useless. I feel like I'm not good enough. Okay, what? And then it's all about reframing it. Well, what? What's a better way to 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 think? What's a better way to feel that actually allows me to feel better? It doesn't have to be like, oh my god, I can take on the world. But it's like, okay, I feel a little bit better about this. And we're always going to move towards a good feeling. And so, how can we look at that from a different angle that gives us a good feeling? And I'll give you some examples. For technology, I get frustrated. As soon as I um, surrender to the fact that it is out of my control and bring it back to what can I control? It's like, Hey, okay. You know, I can control, I can control what I do next. Maybe instead of using the technology, I can um, write it down. Maybe instead of trying to do it myself, I can bring in some help. Maybe instead of, um, you know, using technology, I could literally go for a walk with my dogs and then come back later and, and I'd be in a better state to deal with this. So all of a sudden it goes from like, frustration to, hey, there are options. There are things I can do. And now when it comes to, to self, because this is the biggest one, it's like, I, you know, I don't, I don't like myself. I'm not good enough. It's, there's, a, there's an eight-step belief change process I go through, which is, I'll, would you like me to go through the eight steps and maybe we can put yeah. it in the show notes afterwards? Okay, yeah. so it's like the first question to ask is, it'll either be seven or eight steps depending on how deep we go. Um, is it a, is it a, is it a fact? So if you're like, I, I, um, I can't do it. I don't think it's possible for me or any negative belief that we have, then that's the first one. Is it a fact or is it just your opinion? And, and the truth is it's always an opinion. It's never going to be a fact. The second question is, is how does it make us feel? And it's like, well, it makes me feel shit. Negative emotion. The third question is, is, um, who would you be without that thought or feeling? So if you didn't have that thought, who would you be? And some answers would be like, I would be unlimited. I could move forward. I would be productive. And then the next question is, what are three examples where that thought wasn't true? So three times in your life where you've, you've thought like, I can't start a podcast or I'm not good enough or, and you can go, well, that wasn't true. You know, uh, here's one scenario, which would be like, um, 
So a thought would be like, ah, oh, I, I know how to speak, so maybe I can start a podcast. What we're doing is we're looking for evidence to break down the old limiting belief. Um, so you're looking for three bits of evidence to break down the old limiting belief. Um, <clears throat> well, I started a, a poker club when I was, you know, 16. So I've started something before. So yeah, maybe I can do this. And then the next question is, what would be a better thought to have instead of, you know, I, I can't do this. And instead of going like from I can't or I, to I can, it's like, you just want to go on a small step. So um, I could try, I could try and do this. I can, I can at least get started. Straight away, we're moving from a place of it's not happening to, hey, maybe this is possible. And then I ask the question, the next question, it's, this is number five, I think, or six, is what, what is the feeling you get when you understand, like when the limiting belief is gone and the new thought is in there, what's the feeling you get that comes through with that? And it would be like, it could be like relieved, it could be excited, it could be um, motivated. <clears throat> and then you ask, now that you have the new thought and you feel better, um, can you have more, do more, be more? And can you make the world a better place? And the answer is, yes, I can have more. Yes, I can do more. Yes, I can be more. And yes, I can make the world a better place. And then the last question is, <clears throat> what action should I take right now to support this new thought and new feeling? And we can go through this intellectually, which is a good starting point, but we must be able to truly feel inside us like it, it should feel right. If it's if you've still got a feeling inside you which feels wrong, go back through the process with the new feeling. And it can take a while. And this is what do it, this is what doing personal development work is. This is what inner work is, is looking at those those feelings inside of us that are not great discovering what thought or belief is triggering the feeling. And then there's two ways going back to when it first happened in early childhood and addressing it and going, you know, is this really true? Or did you make up a decision based on the mind of like a, a six year old? And then the other way is cultivating. It, it's almost like manifesting, create cultivating so much belief in the present moment that the old limiting story from the past disappears. Yeah. And uh, John, I'm, I met a lot of people that are in this space that are sharing, helping the world. And a lot of times their journey started in pain. And that's why they're so giving today. Uh, can you just talk about your pain? What happened in your life that made you go on this, on this incredible journey? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, so I've, I've achieved a lot like, um, New Zealand bodybuilding championship. Um, I competed at a very high level in CrossFit Guinness world record holder currently, um, financially as well, always strived to do well financially. And when I look back at all of it, like I was, I was, I became a high achiever through my childhood playing football and we gain personality traits based on how we received love as children. And so for me, the way I received love was by doing well 
at something. When I, you know, did well at sports, I, I got recognized by my parents and I was like, I fell in love with the process of succeeding. Um, <clears throat> and whenever I wasn't getting that love, I would feel like I wasn't good enough. And that was my pain. So if I was not motivated to succeed, I was in a place of internal pain. I wasn't fulfilled. I was empty. And so that drove me and drove me and drove me and drove me to continue to succeed. Well, I have to be the best at this. I have to be the best at that. I've, I've always been a competitor. So that drove that drove me up until quite recently, probably three years ago, that drove me. I got the Guinness World Record and that's when I realized that I played the scenario out. <clears throat> every time I had succeeded, every time I'd been on the podium, every time I'd won, it was great. There was like this artificial high of like, yeah, I'm the man. Um, and then it would disappear and I would feel empty again. And I was back in that same point of like pain. And I just thought like, this is just the cycles of life. And don't get me wrong. There are cycles of life, but mine were like these extreme highs, like number one. And then I felt like the whole world hated me if I wasn't getting loved. And then I played the scenario out and I was like, this is not a great way to live. And I, and I started to think like, well, what's, what's real? And I realized that the only time I really felt a deep sense of aliveness inside, well, there are kind of, there, there are two, but the first realization I had was when I was helping someone else. I was like, that there is like the ultimate fulfillment. Um, and I don't know what it was, but it just, it just gave, it just lit me up and it still does to this day. I love it. And the next thing I learned after that was like, as humans, we're trying to get these voids, these needs met, these needs of being loved, these needs of feeling important, these needs of certainty. We're trying to get them met. Um, and then it got to this point of like, I can meet all of those needs by myself through self-love, through meditation, and I can feel completely whole within myself. And I actually want to do an exercise with you. Um, not necessarily for you. I'm sure you've, you've done this before. You may or may not have, but for the people that are listening, it's like all motivation, motivation is we're, tra we're chasing a feeling. And so like I asked you, why, why did you start this podcast? And let's just role play with me and we'll see where this goes. Like, why, why are you doing this? Why are you here right now with the podcast? I want to, I want to share people's ideas with the world so uh, they can achieve their goals. People cool. that are and, listening and watching. And why is that important to you that you share people's ideas and help other people achieve their goals and their dreams? Uh, it's important to me because I feel good when I help people. You feel good when you help people. What's the feeling? Um, I feel, feel warm in my heart. Yeah, I, feel, cool. I feel accomplished. Cool. So that, I mean, that was a very quick cycle. Um, but yeah, ultimately you, you do this because it makes you feel good and warm in your heart. And you know, you ask someone, it's like, why, why are you starting a business? And they'll say, because I want um, like freedom or I want money. It's like, okay, well, why do you want money? So I can have freedom. It's like, so you want freedom. That's the feeling you're chasing, this feeling of being free. And so we're always, no matter what we're doing, we're chasing a feeling. And so it's like, when someone learns that they actually can have that feeling now without you know, without the podcast, you could feel warm in your heart. 
Without helping someone, you could feel warm in your heart. And what it does, it allows people to go from a place of, I need to achieve this to get the feeling to, I've got the feeling, now I'm now I'm free, now I'm whole, now I'm complete, now I don't need it and I'm doing it because I love it. So instead of going driven from a place of lack, it's driven from a place of love and a place of abundance and a place of just just passion. So, so what is success? My, my, what I'm working on here, I study success and I, my goal is to redefine success. What's your definition of success? Yeah, that is a great question and I've asked it for many, many years. I remember I did a Facebook post when I was like 22, like what is success? And so <clears throat> success to me is the ability to, um, to live the life that you want. That's pretty much it, the ability. And you know what? I don't think it's something we ever really reach. It's an infinite game, as Simon Sinek would say. It, it, it never ends. It's just a journey that you're on that, that cannot be defeated, cannot be accomplished. I would say an achievement. I used to think success and achievement was the same. You achieve it, it's, it's like done. And I used to think success was the same, but I, I don't think it is. I think it's a journey. I think success and fulfillment are... I think they're starting to merge. I think they're starting to merge. I would say success is the direction. Fulfillment is the feeling. So success is the masculine. Fulfillment is the feminine. That's how, does that make sense? It's um, it's starting to make sense to me and I'm going to meditate on that. And that's why I ask these questions because I want to learn. And like, it's, it's interesting because here we are talking about success. We're talking about fulfillment and Let's add happiness to that equation. Where does happiness come in? Okay. I'm going to try and paint a picture for everyone. So the vision of your future you see, like 20-year vision or, you know, when you're growing up and you're older, that vision, I call it with my work, the optimal future. That is, is success. And I always say you can never reach the optimal future because as you get closer to it, you learn more and it adjusts. But it's the direction you're heading. It's like the mountain you want to climb. So that is success. That is the optimal future. Along the way, we've got, we've got like milestones or goals we want to achieve. That, that's achievements. And that could be like if you're climbing the mountain, it could be, okay, I need to climb up that rock wall. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to do it. Boom, achievement, boom, achievement. And you're on the way to the, you know, to the, to the top of the mountain that never ends. And so we've got success. We've got the achievements. Fulfillment is the, your ability to enjoy the, the rock wall, your ability to enjoy the climb, your ability to enjoy um, things not going your way and your ability just to enjoy the moment. And then I would say happiness. Happiness is, um, happiness is like a feeling. It's a, it's a more superficial feeling than fulfillment. Fulfillment is like, even when everything's going wrong, you're like, you know, you can say, look, I chose this journey and I'm totally okay with that decision. I feel fulfilled. Happiness, I would say, is when things are going right or in that moment, you're just like just so in love with the moment. And that to me is like happiness. You're caught up in, in that elevated feeling. Yeah. I think one hard thing that we all struggle with is ego, right? You, you tapped into it. And let's talk about, for example, myself. I love doing this. I love sharing. I love giving. But it's also ego-based, right? I love seeing myself having the, these conversations and that, that is something that I'm, it's work in progress, right? 
how, what do you want to say about ego? How do we use that as an advantage instead of becoming a, like a douchebag or whatever <laughs> the word is? Yeah. So I've been down this rabbit hole as well. When I dove into spirituality in 2014 and I, you know, I traveled to India and Nepal and wore baggy clothes and <laughs> did everything that I thought I was meant to be doing. Um, so, so let's first off say like, what is ego? Ego is ultimately self-identification, but it's also that has a shadow to it. And what I mean by that is it's like, um, you know, I am John, I am a coach, I, um, I go to the gym, I'm fit, I'm healthy. These are all beliefs I have about myself, but there's also the shadow, which is like parts of us that are unconscious to us that we've pushed away or oppressed. Like I'm not, um, what would be a good example? Like I'm not an angry person or I'm not mean, I'm not spiteful. It's all of the things that we reject. And that in itself is resistance. If we're saying that's not me, that's like, we're rejecting something. So, so our ego is how we identify. And that's got two parts. It's like, this is what I am, but it is also, this is what I am not. And a lot of the time, the shadow, the bit that we pretend we pretend doesn't exist. Often that's going to trip us up. So that's ultimately my belief on what the ego is. And you're saying like, as humans, we have that because we, we're like, we're here in the flesh right now. And so ego is always going to be there. We're always going to have some form of identification. And I met someone who went through what's called mystery school. And that was when, like, this is going to sound crazy, right? But they went through a process of, um, it's literally identification breakdown till you get to the root. And this was as crazy. It was a guy. They would lock a whole lot of men in a room and say, okay, all have sex with each other. And like a lot of people would be like, fuck that, no way, triggered, that's disgusting. And you, and when you understand that, that's just conditioning. That's just like, if you say, well, why is it disgusting? Why? And if you really sat with it consciously and presently, it's like, well, I don't actually know why. I've just been taught to believe that. And so he went through this school. So it literally broke him down to, to, to having no identity. Like, and it's quite a good place to get to because then you can choose freely what you want. But he, and I said, well, you still have an identity because you identify as something like, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but you have a name. And so you can never get rid of ego because even when you've got rid of everything, you're still something. And so it's going to be there and it's going to drive you. However, I think it's a, it's, it's like a, a continuum. It's not, oh, that's ego. That's not ego. It's like, for example, if it went to one to 10, for example, if you're playing at like 10 out of 10 ego, you're going to be coming from a really dark state. You're going to have a lot of um, unconscious stress in your life. It's it, you're, you're going to lack fulfillment. But if you're playing like at one or two, you know, one or two percent ego, it's like, it's going to be a lot lighter. It's still going to be, you're still going to identify as something doing some, doing something. And it's going to have a little bit of drive. Uh, so it's always it, in, until the day you're no longer a human, it's always going to be there. It's just whether you're um, attached to it. So if your whole life and this, this scenario right now that's happening with everyone on lockdown, jobs being threatened, people's wealth being taken from them, all of these attachments, if people attach their identity to it, so it's part of their ego, like I'm a wealthy person. I'm a, you know, I've got st status. I'm important. I, um, anything that can be like taken from us 
if we're attached to that, it, the, the, the potential for us to feel pain is huge. The potential for us to suffer is huge. But if there's non-attachment, then it's like, well, you can take all my money and that's okay. I still know who I am at my core. Um, and so there's a saying, and a girl actually said it to me a few months ago. I was speaking at an event and she came and spoke to me afterwards and she said, oh, I've got a saying you might like. It's, you know, I've got, I've got like high intent, low attachment. So it's like my goals and dreams are high, like as high as the moon, but I'm not attached to them. So if for whatever reason they get taken from me, like it is what it is. I'm just, it's, you know, I'm guided to the next place. There's a lesson in it. And I thought that was really beautiful. It's a way that you can still go after your wildest dreams, but it's not from a place of I must, like I need to. It's not from this energy of like resistance. It's more of a flow state. Love it, John. And just, I just wanted to ask you before we leave, like we, we talked a lot about abundance. Can you just check, like, what is abundance? Because a lot of people are saying it, but like, how do we define abundance? Yeah, man, you've got, you do, Joel was right. You've got good questions. So <laughs> abundance is, um, okay, it's pretty, it's pretty ethereal. It's like, it's quite hard to make tangible, but if we were going to make it tangible and more intellectual, it would be, um, abundance would be a feeling of un- unlimitedness that produces in the physical world unlimitedness that you might want. So you could have like an abundance of health and that's like an unlimitedness of health. So if we go like even more tangible, it's like energy, real energy, not, 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 not grinding energy. It's just, it it comes through your spirit, not through eating food and calories. Um, If you're talking about like abundance of wealth, let's bring it into the the physical world. It's like um, money, however much money you want and need, that's abundance. And so it could be an abundance of love from, you know, your friends, your family, your, your colleagues, your boss, like abundance can exist in these, in these areas of life. In my reality, anyway, they can. And so having an abundant mindset is the, 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 the mindset of there is unlimitedness of resources in the world and we can, we can bring by having that abundant mindset, we can bring them into our physical world, our physical life. So it is it abundant mindset is unlimited health, unlimited wealth, unlimited love, unlimited anything. And it's not from a place of greed because it's, it's a place of fulfillment. It's a place of bringing in and then getting your cup filled and you'll know, you'll know when enough is enough. Um, And there's enough for everybody, right? That's the, that's abundance. There's no need. There's no need to to step on anybody, anybody else to win. There's no need to be to have the need to be right. There's no need to 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 hurt other people. That's correct. Yeah. That's one hundred percent correct. And it, you know what? It, ta- it took me a while. I don't know how long it will take other people to actually conceptualize it. But yes, that is abundance when it is there is enough for everyone. I love that, man. Uh, John, thanks again for doing this, uh, for being on this mission of helping other people. Uh, I'm so grateful that we got connected, that we had this time to talk, and uh, we're coming over to the Gold Coast soon. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'll see you in person, and I can uh, give you a hug and say thank you. Here, right now, I'll just give you a virtual hug. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, for everybody that wants to learn more about you, work with you, where, where can they find you? Yeah, it's very simple. Probably Instagram is the best place, but it's my, my, my handle is at John Templeton official. Uh, but that's the same for Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, um, my website, John Templeton official. It's all there. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, Thank you again, everybody that's been watching and listening to this. Uh, what I want to ask you, this is all free. This is for you to share and enjoy. So please share this with somebody that can have value of this. That's how I and John can, can help more people and go after what we want. So please help us with that. Also, I'm continuing my virtual journey here of the I Love Success podcast. Uh, my next guest will be Evan Carmichael, which is a huge YouTuber, one of the biggest four entrepreneurs. I think he has 2.2 yeah. million subscribers or something like that. And then uh, my next one, I'm going back to Australia and I'm go actually going to talk to the current UFC champion, Alex Volkanovsky. Uh, so I think that's going to be super exciting as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, if you want to learn more about us, go to ilovesuccess.co. I have a couple of chapters of my book. You can find all these amazing conversations. Uh, thanks again, guys. And thank you so much, John. Thank you. Peace and love.